This is the dbcc.com podcast with Mark and Steve Gray. Hoping you lose fat and increase your muscle tone. This is Christina with the DVCC, and today I'm joined with Sam, trainer at the DVCC's Bedford location. We're going to discuss today strength training. Sam, can you tell us a bit about strength training? What exactly is it? Yeah, so basically strength training is exercising with the goal of increasing the physical strength. Um, And with that, there are two kinds of strength. We have relative strength, which gymnasts or rock climbers use, uh, but not at the expense of uh, increasing their body weight to make their sport any harder. And relative strength is basically building maximal strength while controlling their calorie intake or adding cardio so you don't increase body weight. Um, And secondly, there's absolute strength, which is what I'll be discussing mainly today, which strongman or Olympic lifters use. Um, It's more sort of body weight, uh, which means bigger muscles and more strength. And absolute strength is about becoming the stronger person with the most increased mass. Okay, so you don't necessarily need to be a, a big bulky person to have strength. That's correct. That's correct. Yes. Okay. Um, now, if anyone does some research on strength training, they'll come across something called the Big Four. Can you tell us yeah. what that is, or a bit more about that? Sure. So the Big Four is basically Big Four of the main lifts, which is used frequently in strength training, and that is the squat, the deadlift, the bench press, and the shoulder press. So okay. these are strength training exercises uh, that give you the most return on your investment, or biggest bang for your buck for instance um, and basically if you work hard on these lifts you'll see the best results um, in addition these four uh, compound exercises are multi-joint nature and therefore they'll go through a full range of motion when performed and they recruit a huge amount of fast twitch muscle fibers uh, when performed with the correct form um, and your mechanics through the whole range of motion will be seamless and then you can add on more weight to the bar and it will then translate to in strength uh, sorry increase in strength gains Mm-hmm. So is there like a sequence for the big four or can you mix mix up? You, you can mix it up, yes. Um, you can certainly do those exercises in any order. A uh, typical routine would use all four spread out throughout the week on different days. Okay, so going on then, a, a typical workout, um, there isn't really, the, you wouldn't do the same workout each time you, you do strength training? No, you would vary it up. Um, a very common training exercise uh, would be a five by five routine where you would perform five sets of five reps so when dealing with strength training typically you're going for the heavier uh, heavier weights lower rep ranges uh, with the longer rest periods in between the sets so you're looking for uh, quantity or quality sorry over quantity in the rep range so a typical routine could be uh, a three-day workout like a Monday Wednesday Friday on non-consecutive days you could have on a Monday a squat, a bench press, um, and a rowing exercise. On Wednesday, you could have a squat again, a, a shoulder press, and a deadlift. And then on the Friday, you could have a squat, a bench, and a row again on the third day. So it's quite high, it's quite a high volume. You've got three squat days in there, um, and then mixing up the benching and the rowing as well. Okay. And um, you mentioned um, with a heavier weight but less repetitions, is that something key to building strength? Yes, um, basically when you're lifting uh, heavier weights, that will be um, more aimed for strength training. Typically when you're looking at, say, building muscle um, or endurance, you're looking at sort of the higher end rep ranges from anywhere from kind of 6 to 15 reps. But yeah, we're going for quality over quantity 
um, on the reps here. So heavy weights, low reps, long rest periods. Okay, perfect. Um, and what about nutrition? Um, people that are looking to build strength, do they need to follow a certain kind of nutrition plan? Yeah, so just basically if you're looking for pure strength, if you're quite a small person, then a slight calorie surplus would be advised. Um, high protein, healthy proteins like your lean chicken, grass-fed beef, uh, fish is good, salmon, tuna, uh, obviously high healthy fats and carbs as well. So yeah, healthy fats could be a mixture of avocados, nuts, eggs, various seeds, and then your healthy carbs would be things like sweet potatoes, brown rice, um, and different ones like brown pasta, uh, quinoa, and bulgur wheat as well. Okay, so it's quite a variety of things that people can eat. There is a, a big variety of things people eat, yeah. It's good to vary up okay. today as well. Yeah. And what kind of results can people expect to see then with strength training? How long does it take? Uh, if you're a complete beginner, um, you'll see strength, good strength gains within kind of the first year, providing your nutrition is in check and you're following the program correctly. Um, so at the first year, you could make really good gains, um, yeah, providing providing good thing correctly and by the book. Okay, so this is a fairly long term uh, long term plan. It's not something that you you do in a month and then you don't need to do it. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what a lot of people would give up um, as well when they're not seeing the results they want. It's something you'd need to set long term goals for as well as short term. So you could set weekly, uh, monthly, and yearly goals for this. And you know, it doesn't help, doesn't matter how far you get in the sport or uh, with your weight training, you can always improve. So it's always good to have goals in mind. Right. So the way that you know people should do this then is expect to see results, expect to build results for the long term, um, but set short term yeah. goals to reach. Correct. Yes, definitely have short term goals in mind as well to keep you motivated. What kind of a short term goal would be appropriate? You could aim for um, well, when you're just starting out in strength training, you want to be. As you're a beginner, you want to be adding weight to the bar every week. So just by the smallest increment, just increasing your lifts for just a fraction uh, every single week. And obviously over time, that will amount to a lot of weight uh, over, a lot, over the next few months and over the full year. So just in increasing the weight, I would say, every right. week would be And that's a, a, a very reachable goal. It is a very reachable goal, yes. Okay. It's definitely doable. And who, who's strength training more suited to? Is there a type of person? Is this more for men? Well, I mean, to a certain extent, um, I think everybody should add some kind of strength training into the routine. Um, for instance, if you're a runner or a triathlon athlete, um, strength training is going to be beneficial by preventing injury. It's also going to improve your body composition um, by helping your lean body mass um, stay down, um, decreasing your body fat percentage, uh, helping you look leaner and burn additional calories. Um, it's also going to benefit people looking to build muscle. Uh, the two two types of training go hand in hand, um, and also people like rugby players and athletes that are looking for uh, power and strength in their sport. It's certainly beneficial for them to increase their strength as much as possible. Okay. So a, a wide mixture of people really. Yeah, definitely. Not just suited for people looking to build muscle. But um, by the same side of the coin, is there anyone that shouldn't be doing strength training? I would say people with injuries need to just be wary of what kind of exercise they're doing, um, and also young adults. I think maybe um, early teens, you're looking at maybe maybe not using a barbell, just going for body weight kind of stuff. You can still obviously incorporate some kind of strength training at a young age. You just need to be careful of the way you're lifting. Okay. Um, and, and going on from that then, what are the common mistakes that should be avoided when training this way? 
One of the common mistakes would be um, too much pushing and not enough pulling. Um, so a lot of times people would put in um, a lot of bench press, a lot of shoulder press, various pushing exercises and get the pulling aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're pushing, it's mainly going to focus on your chest, shoulders and triceps. When you pull, it's going to be more on your back, so your latimus dorsi and your biceps. And it's going to lead to muscular imbalances on the body when not adding enough pulling and not varying the exercises. I think that's quite a common mistake. Uh, also lifting too much too soon with incorrect form um, and not also not warming up a lot of people um, just tend to go straight in for the heavy lift uh, it's very important to warm up first lubricate the joints and get your central nervous system ready for a heavy heavy weight or a heavy set okay so people make those mistakes so warming up is definitely one of the rules um, also not concentrating too much on pushing them or or the other way or pulling um are there any sure. other dead set rules um that you have to be aware of any of the rules mm-hmm. um i would say don't forget your goals um definitely choose one goal make a plan to achieve it and then stick to the plan throughout the whole time long term would be the main one okay um what else are the benefits then to strength training besides uh, gaining strength yeah so obviously you'd have the increased muscle power and endurance and size um, you'd have enhanced performance for everyday tasks, so you'll be able to do everyday tasks like lifting, carrying and walking up the stairs with greater ease. Flexibility um, also becomes a big part, so by working the muscles for a full range of motion, weight training can improve your overall body composition. It's going to increase your flexibility, which will reduce the risk of muscle pulls and back pain. Uh, your body composition is going to reduce your body fat, uh, your overall weight may not change, but you'll still gain muscle and lose fat. And over time, you should notice decreases in weight measurement and body fat measurement. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, your muscle tone, so the conditioning effect will result in firmer and better finder muscles. It's going to uh, increase your um, lung function. It's going to strength increase your body. Heart rate is going to decrease, and your range of motion and flexibility is also going to increase. So quite a few benefits from There's it. Thousands of benefits to it. Okay, so um, when I'm doing strength training, can I do it, can I do anything to complement that outside of the gym? I think foam rolling is um, very essential. So essentially, foam rolling is a form of self myofascial release or self massage that gets rid of any adhesions or muscle and connective tissues. Mm-hmm. So foam rolling is going to firstly increase your blood flow to your muscles, which is going to improve delivery of oxygen during the workout, and it's also going to help to relieve muscle tension, especially after a hard workout. And you can control how much pressure you're going to apply to the area when you're foam rolling, which basically means you can really focus on the areas that are sore and need more work. Loads of other benefits, since, uh, such as increased range of motion, it's going to decrease recovery time, and also it can help reduce cellulite by increasing your blood flow. Oh, that's good it's going to help remove the toxins from your muscles <laughs> that's as well. That's good for us ladies to know. It is, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to cut in on you there. It's um, a good benefit. <laughs> um, so then does strength training need to be accompanied by any kind of cardio? It can do, yeah. I mean, there's two, two types of cardio you could do. Um, I mean, I still recommend definitely doing at least kind of two to three cardio sessions a week just to keep your cardiovascular conditioning good. Okay, so um, any kind of cardio? Uh, I mean, the best kind of cardio, I would say, would be the interval training, um, where you'd go for short bursts from anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds of hard, intense work, followed by a short recovery time, and then you could repeat those intervals anywhere between four and 10 times, depending on your fitness levels. If your fitness levels are quite low to start with, it would be advised to start with maybe um, 
just a, two to three times a week of just simple walking um, or light jogging to, to your fitness increases. Obviously jumping straight into interval training when your fitness level is quite low, it's going to be quite tough to keep up uh, with the demand on your body. Mm-hmm. So I'd advise, uh, first of all, starting with low impact cardio, just like a brisk walk to start with. Okay, great. Um, now, the, the only thing left, is strength training a new concept or has this been around for a while? It's been around for quite a few years. Um, I mean, the first modern day Olympics were held in 1896 and weightlifting was included as an official sport. Um, it then didn't appear till 1900 games, but then returned in 1904 and it's been a regular event ever since 1920. And oh, okay. three big lifts that are still used today, um, the press, the snatch and the clean and jerk were all, lift, were all part, of the, part of the games back then as well. So it's had a few years to make its impact then, strength training. <laughs> it's been tried and tested. Correct, yeah, it's been around many years. Okay, um, and now if I, if I want to get any more information about strength training, what can I, what should I do? There's great, a great website called Stronglist 5x5. Uh, it's got plenty of information on if you're a beginner, intermediate or advanced. It takes you through um, a lot of different protocols, lots of different routines, lots of good nutrition advice um, and also cardio advice as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, with the cardio advice as well, I know um, my colleagues Nathan and Ryan did an excellent podcast recently on interval training. So it'd be worth uh, listening to that on our website mm-hmm. to get more information and more benefits from that. Okay, and of course you offer strength training at the DVCC. We offer it to DVCC as well, we do, yes. It's, it's integrated with our um, MLT routine we do. Okay. So that's a mixture of high-impact or high-intensity cardio and strength training. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, Sam. Thank you, Christina. The DVCC has centres in Bedford, Milton Keynes, Northampton, Hitching, and very shortly, Stevenage and Central Bedfordshire. So if you've been listening to this interview and you'd like to find out more about how the DVCC can help you, then please book an appointment for a DVCC 60-minute discovery discovery call at the dvcc.com forward slash sign up. Thanks for listening. Head over to the dvcc.com to leave a comment or find out how we can help you achieve your transformation.